have a group of marketing heroes I admire and frankly adore. They're among the best marketers around and they constantly challenge my thinking. Marketing experts David Meerman Scott and Brittany Hodak constantly challenge my view on loyalty. Basically, they ask, do you want loyalty or do you want fans? We're going to be talking about creating a love affair with your brand on Drive Time Marketing. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Tips, tricks, and tools to take your marketing to new and profitable destinations. That question of loyalty and fans stayed with me because as a casino marketer, our focus seems to be perpetually on the concept of loyalty. Still, the reality is that even our most loyal guests can be disloyal at times. Spending time and their dollars at a competitor, and more importantly, spending their time and dollars on other entertainment options. If there was a silver lining to the COVID pandemic, it was that we learned many lessons as humans, as parents, as homebound workers and consumers. As casino marketers, the lesson was that our tried and true programs could no longer serve as our go-tos. We need to be much more connected and responsive. Nothing is status quo any longer. Now is the time, if you haven't already started, to invest in a genuine connection with guests. Relationships so strong they will come to our defense and support even when we may be at fault. We need to invest in a love affair with our customers. And today seems like a great time to start. Our creative director, Skeet Hanks, is always likening marketing to dating someone. He says you start as strangers, much like a new club member. And after a few interactions or offers, we become acquaintances. And after we successfully deliver our brand promise to them repeatedly, we move into a friendship stage. See where I'm going? As guests see consistent delivery of that experience and mutual trust, romance blossoms. Guests start to allow emotions to drive some of their decision-making. As brands, we begin to have a role in their lives. And soon, they are our most faithful fans. And as long as the brand continues to deliver the excitement of the brand promise that attracted them to us, we can live happily ever after. As casino marketers, we know guests like us because their ADT and visits tells us. Or do we? Given a choice of two brands offering nearly identical offerings, say two casinos in one market, which would you choose? The selection might be as simple as the location for guests who are not in love with us. In his Nobel Prize acceptance speech, Eli Weissel remarked, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And too often in our rush to make our numbers, we lose sight of creating love and find ourselves with guests feeling indifferent about their investment in us. Brands become indifferent in the consumer's mind because they fail to stand for anything. They fail to cement a spot in the consumer's mind and heart. They're not better, different, or cheaper in the consumer's mind. By failing to connect with consumers, brands potentially face lower visit spending, less repeated visits, and lower brand loyalty scores. Indifferent brands are often characterized as being too product focused, 
acting like commodities, they fail to separate themselves from the competition. The word commodity often comes up in conversations about how casinos are, or are not, differentiating themselves. Indifferent brands are often seen relying on price promotions to drive volume. For retailers, this can squeeze margins, but it can mean we're quickly upside down in our reinvestment and offers as casino operators. Additionally, investment in advertising and innovation becomes harder to justify without a unique, ownable position in the consumer's heart and mind. But with brand love, guests will spend more time and money with you, improving the ROI on marketing programs. Ad recall and brand tracking scores can increase, and guests will be invested in our success at a profound level. Here's an example. When the Golden Nugget Las Vegas Vice President of Marketing and Advertising, Holly O'Brien, participated in a COVID reopening discussion, she commented that it seemed that the most loyal guests were following the protocols really strictly. To her, it appeared this particular segment of their guest population was invested in the success of the reopening. That comment really hit home for me. It was still part of a discussion Holly and I had almost two years later as we observed guests at a competitor property. There is little disagreement in the thinking that those that love our brands will voluntarily tell their network and share their stories. Moreover, the products that our indifferent brethren are so focused on may be launched more successfully by us because our most loyal guests will be automatically curious about what's new with us. Best of all, our internal stakeholders will become much more active. Brainstorming sessions will be a draw rather than just another meeting on the calendar, and our vendor partners are more likely to be excited to be part of our circle, even going so far as bragging about being a part of it. There are examples of brand love all around us. We see them typically in other industry. With love comes bigger news stories, but it's no indication that we can't get there. The casino industry is rich with a history of iconic brands. These brands rose to that level because of the customers who loved them, who cherished them, and possibly defended them. It's one of the reasons I'm so excited to see Bally's rise from the proverbial ashes. It's why El Dorado opted to adopt the historic Caesars moniker rather than moving forward with their no less iconic brand. Our industry has created near magical experiences that have inspired generations, and we're nowhere close to the finish line. It's no surprise to find Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, and Disney occupying the four of the top five spots in NetBase's latest brand passion report, particularly given the radical shift from roaming the streets to staying at home. However, many brands hovering near those top spots illustrate the importance of brand love. Brands like Apple, Nike, and Sephora develop an almost cult-like environment. How else would you explain standing in line, seemingly immune to the high price point, for a new piece of technology that you could easily order if you were just willing to wait a week? How else to explain the tattooing of a brand logo on someone's body? Away Luggage found a way to solve the issue of carry-on luggage really uniquely. So as airlines became stricter with carry-ons, travelers dreaded discovering that their carefully packed bags were too big for the overhead compartment. So Away eliminated this dreaded issue and made it easy to travel. As a perpetual no carry-on traveler, my biggest complaint was seeing my bag come through the luggage carousel damage. After replacing two suitcases in less than a year, 
I discovered a brand that I now love and I tell everybody about it. I've recruited other ambassadors to Briggs & Riley's No Fault Repair because it means I never have to worry about damage. They show their love for me by not asking questions and getting the job done. I love them in return and recommend them to others. In the 2004 publication, The Love Marks Effect, Kevin Roberts proposed a theory that three factors create a love for a brand, mystery, sensuality, and intimacy. First step is to understand where you are on the relationship spectrum. Then you can focus on moving your relationship along. Are you still a bit of an unknown? Have you succumbed to temptation and fallen into indifference? Are you starting to fall in love? If you're in the unknown stage, for instance, expanding into a new market, you want to focus on standing out and being noticed. Understand the consumer benefit and create an expression of that benefit. Then build everything around that idea, both internally and externally, and passionately express that position and promise until it becomes a rallying point. Most importantly, keep your focus steady. At this stage, it's really tempting to throw out one idea for another when you don't get immediate results. Remember the dating scenario? We often don't strike gold in the first pass. Develop an action plan for this stage in your brand love journey to include core messages, marketing communications, and the guest and team member journeys. Launch this initiative to build awareness with all of your stakeholders. Use the energy of your early adopters for momentum. For indifferent brands, the focus should be to establish a clear position and differentiation in the consumer's mind. It would be best to focus on proving your point of differentiation that attracted your early adopters. Cement your idea to stand apart from the clutter in the market, and then continue to put passion and emotion into all of your touch points. Suppose you're starting your journey at the point of indifference. In that case, you should develop a new or evolved positioning. Maybe reinforce your current positioning to shift the mindset. Examine the gaps between the brand promise and the experience. Find ways to fill those gaps. Also, it would help if you increase your brand's share of mind. Whether that means expanding advertising or increasing mail and touch points, you want to draw more attention to yourself than to your competitors by proving you are better or different. This is an excellent stage to use the PESO model of communications. As guests begin engaging with you and showing that they like you, you want to separate even more from the pack and create unique experiences. With an established success in the market, your brand promise may be precisely what guests desire. But you may still lack the emotional bond with your brand. Many marketers err by assuming that engagement can continue without assistance. They might cut back on touch points such as advertising. However, this is the stage where you can become most vulnerable as competitors move in and start to build up their awareness, tempting guests to go somewhere else. As a result, a brand may spend more on promotions to regain the lost attachment. So rather than reducing or eliminating touch points, consider layering in emotional benefits to create stronger bonds and refining your marketing strategies to reach those most likely to build a bond rather than using the shotgun approach to marketing. Your action plan aims to increase visits and spending, adding to the guest experience by cross-selling and creating a routine around your brand. Once the love starts to blossom, keep tugging at the emotions and reinforce your bond with your most loyal guests so they will begin to speak on your behalf. 
Brands will see further increases in visits and spending at this stage as it becomes a significant part of the guest life. We often see this happening at the VIP level where hosts become like family. They start celebrating life events with guests, much like they celebrate life events with their own families. And while marketing spending on each person may be higher, the return for that investment becomes more of a significant percentage. Marketing is more efficient as it opens up a pathway to increase revenue. Moreover, net promoter scores, word of mouth marketing, and positive views will probably increase as well. But there's still work to be done. Brands at this stage have to continue to identify unique ways to tighten the bonds with our most valued guests. Create a community of brand fans. Create memory-building brand rituals that will be special to guests. Constantly challenge and perfect the guest experience. Keep looking for gaps and keep looking to fill them before your competition does. Customers can remain in love with your brand for years and in some cases, all of their lives. Besotted customers will forgive mistakes and look to contribute to the brand's success. However, unlike unconditional love between two people, the love between a consumer and a brand is a little egotistical. Consumers can quickly fall out of love with brands that do not continue to differentiate themselves, provide outstanding guest services, or start to ignore them, or worse, forget them. Make yourself a checklist for brand love. Number one, show up. Number two, tap into emotions. Number three, listen genuinely to customers and understand why they're investing in the relationship. Four, create lasting connections with every touch point. Five, re-examine your tone and your communications. Look at a variety of annual reports and press releases and you'll start to see a decline in the use of the word customer. The term generally implies an exchange of money for a product or service. They need to be coaxed, or in most cases with an offer, into visiting. Fans, guests, advocates, ambassadors choose to visit because they've connected with your brand. They give us their hearts and share our messages. You wouldn't see Disney referring to advocates as guests or customers. Number six, maintain a high level of personal identification with the brand's core values. This level of clarity will outperform price every single time. Lucky number seven, love the customer you have today before focusing on those you do not. Ignoring your core customer can be a death wish for any brand. Harley Davidson is still in a turnaround because of the way they lost focus on the customers they had. In an effort to attract new customers, they started producing smaller, less powerful models. Harley-Davidson failed to attract new customers, but they also turned off their core customers who liked the bigger bikes, further hurting the brand and the love they had for their customers. Roses are red, violets are blue. Love makes customers choose you. That's today's Drive Time Marketing. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the time that you take, and if you like what you're hearing, please rate or review and tell your friends. You can also sign up for our newsletter at the link in the show notes. And if you're looking for more in-depth knowledge and training, join us at our next Casino Marketing Bootcamp event.